Hi, David Thexton here and welcome to this podcast of Everything Business Consulting, brought to you by the Consultex Business Success Program. This weekly podcast is for those of you out there who are a business consultant and want to improve your skills and success, or you're new to this profession and want to become a business consultant. You may be working in corporate management and you want to get out of the rat race and start a new career, or you may be an accountant or an ex-business owner. The common theme here is that you're looking for a new profession, one that enables you to help business owners plan your own lifestyle, earn a lot of money, and have the option to build a consulting firm if you want to take it further. Consultex is an online cloud-based business consulting application that has everything you need if you want to become a successful business consultant or a better business consultant. With over a decade of development, Consultix offers you a unique opportunity to enter the world of business consulting with a complete system ready to run straight out of the box. In other words, once you sign up, you have access to everything you need to build a business for yourself. Get out of the rat race and invest in yourself with your own consulting business, manage your own time, and enjoy a lifestyle business where you are the boss and you and your family benefit 100% from your efforts. Consultix provides a complete web-based training system where you work your way through at your own pace, learning all the important lessons that we've learned over a decade of being in this profession. The training can be as short as five days, or you can space it out over a few weeks. If this sounds like you, then the contact details will be at the end of this podcast. Hi, Greg. Welcome to our podcast today. Greg is one of our new new people to join Consultix. We call them newbies. Um, in the in the network, but the problem is that uh, all the other people we called old bees, and they don't like that. So uh, anyway, you're fair a enough. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand that too. So you are from a uh, a town um, in the hills behind San Bernardino, and um, and you have a wife called Debbie, and you got um, you got any pets? We have one, a uh, a cat named Romeo, and they have a wife, oh. Debbie. We've been married uh, this August. It will be thirty three years. Oh, excellent! That's really good. So, we've got um, a lot of people listening to this podcast around the world and um, all countries, um, and from all professions. And uh, so, it's not just people who are in our network. It's uh, literally thousands and thousands of people who are thinking of joining our network. So, just to give them a bit of a background, what was your um, background before you joined Consultex? I have an education uh, that is reasonably relevant, a Bachelor of Business Administration in Economics and a Master of Science in Technology. Um, basically, it's the fundamentals of an MBA. That was quite a while ago, 1996. Uh, in the interim, I, I founded a uh, small business web design and internet services marketing company in 2001. Uh, we still are. Um, I have since starting Consultex. My wife now operates our web design internet services company, and I am a hundred percent focused on Consultex. Right. Okay, that's really good. Um, how did you find us? Just out of curiosity. Well, uh, I had always wanted to figure out how I could be in consulting, as a number of aspects of my service to my clients in the web world was acting as some form of a consultant, an IT form of a consultant, but I never had a framework. I was sort of, in effect, making stuff up. I So I did a Google search for become a management consultant, and at the top, a Google AdWords ad was Consultix. So I clicked on the ad, 
looked at the offer and said, wow, this is great because it has a, a, a tested framework. So I would be able to step up to the plate, add great value to clients without making stuff up. I was, I, that's it. I'm, I was sold. Yeah, well, that, that's, that, that's, that's what kind of happened was back in 2005 when we started it for the first, I suppose, 12 months or so, I was making stuff up. Um, but I'll just, I'll just tell you something. Not many people know this, and it's, it's, um, it's not a secret for any reason. But in 2005, I, I did the same thing. I searched over Google, Yahoo, uh, all the other ones that were out in those days, AltaVista, et cetera. And, um, and I, I wanted to be a business consultant, and I couldn't find anything. Um, but I did find one thing that was quite interesting. And, um, and in two weeks' time, they were having training. They were a European company that um, ran business consultant training. So I flew to Spain, uh, and and I had to fly to Germany, and then I had to uh, fly down to Spain. And anyway, it was eleven days long, and they what they were teaching was uh, what we call traditional business consulting, where it's project and assignment based, where you're in and out in probably three to six months at the most, and that was most useful actually. Um, because um, it, it, it showed me what the other half does. Because we're, we're not a traditional consultant, but boy, they thrashed us. They 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 had they pulled every trick you could imagine. They were waking us up in the middle of the night. It was like a boot camp, boot camp for business consultants. But that was the that was the introduction I got to it. When I came back to back to Australia, because I was living in Australia then, I um, I it didn't take me too long to realise that that. That although it was easy to get project and assignment work, I got sick of um, continuously being in prospecting mode, and that was how this program uh, evolved from there on. Was realizing that with most business owners, you had to work long term with them, and that's and that's how the program developed. Uh, one of the important things, Greg, is that um, is is the training, and we've got, undergone a. Uh, a bit of a change over the last or the last twelve months, uh, less than that, eight months. We've gone from face to face training, which had a lot of lot of issues, to to rewriting the program and putting it all onto video. Can you tell our listeners how you found the training? You've just just recently done it. Yeah, well, let, let, let me address for a moment in the context of training what you just mentioned about the longer-term engagement. As I have proceeded through the training and considering my preferences in dealing with customers, which quite frankly are adding measurable value over time, is that's the type of client relationship that I really enjoy. That is what I learned is part of actually is fundamental to the consultant system and I understood that through the training and I love it. Two thumbs up. Yep. So answering your question directly, I, I found the training because um, I don't have a strong, really strong accounting background. I found it a little challenging to refresh the accounting knowledge that I had in school years ago, but yep. that it was simple to, to, to use and yet challenging to actually implement. And what I mean specifically with the challenging, there is an excellent marathon series over a 12 to 13 months. And that, I'm weeks. going through that, I'm sorry, weeks, weeks, sorry. <laughs> and I'm going through that week by week and it is holding me accountable to the activity performance that we all need to do to to achieve the results we're looking for. The other uh, excellent um 
value from the training is that prior to actually doing a implementation or a um, I, I'm able to um, uh, review the training element for a specific implementation that I'm doing that helps me to be very confident and helps the actual engagement to go real well. A example here on Thursday, I have the first of the um, uh, of of the um, let's see the the uh, structure um, uh, uh, implementations. So I today I'll be reviewing the training for that. So I'll be very yeah. um, satisfied. Well, that's good to hear. Um, we, we've had, um, uh, since we've re put it on video, we've had, I think, just counting in my head roughly, probably 50, 60 people have been through it since then, which was early this year, uh, and, I, and I've had good results. Uh, the only complaint that I've had is they said to me, they said, David, don't sing on the videos. Um, and, and I said, What? And they said on one of the videos, there's one where there's got a heading on the slide. It's where has all the profit gone? Uh, and uh, and I just couldn't resist it. I, I, I sung it to it now. I said, where has all the profit gone? Um, yeah, and they said, don't sing. So, okay, I won't. I think you can do Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. That was another one of the videos. You can you could do that. Born We've to been, Run. You've been down to New Zealand twice now. Like he almost lives here just about. Twice in two years. That's that's pretty good. And in December, we've got Paul McCartney coming, and that's going to be an absolute blast. Excellent. Does he come? Do, does he come to your um, neck of the woods? Not that I know of. Um, he probably does in Los Angeles, but I, I do my best. I'm still in what they call the Los Angeles megalopolis, and I do my best to stay away from there. It is. Yeah. Uh, it, it is not a very happy, fun place for me. Right. I can understand that. Okay, so I understand you've got one client so far and another close one, but the client had a sickness in his business. Tell us about the one you've got um, and your level of activity to get that first client and and how the, um, well, part two to that question is how did the uh, client acquisition meeting go for that particular client? Okay, the, the client is actually a, let's call it a web design hosting web services client of mine for over 10 years. So we have developed a huge amount of trust and trust really sort of greases the skids as things go on. Yep. When, when I, so he accepted my request for an appointment up front again because he knows me. So I went and I started down the process with him at his discovery and he said, look, what's important to me is I want to sell this business in three years. So I started asking questions a little bit during the discovery process, in particular focusing on how is the position, how is the how is the business uh, positioned for sale? And he had not done all of the things that are necessary. In fact, any of the things that are necessary in order to command a premium or even a good price for sale. Therefore, yeah. our ability to present a, a solution to him that is focused over specifically the minimum three-year engagement to maximize the value of the business and the documentation to support that value. That's essentially our mission. He said, that's great. That's what I'm looking for. And away we go. And the uh, good news is that uh, because I had expressed that we are we'll be doing a great deal of additional work for him in order to maximize the value of his business. 
I was able to add a pricing addendum to this where if we improve the um, essentially the, the, the essentially the revenue of the business by 25% or more over a three-year period I am uh, in the documentation we added I'm going to get say two uh, percent of the net proceeds of the sale if yep. it is over 50 percent from when we start again over from the beginning to three years later I'm going to be getting a four percent uh, uh, value at the closing of the sale That's so good. I like I like having a back end like that that's kind of a, what we call a hybrid system. And, and quite frankly, the client liked that very, very, very much. That was part of making the ultimate sale very easy because he sees us as a partner moving in the same direction to the outcome he's looking for. Yep. Yep. That is excellent. That's really good. There's, um, Thank you. Yeah. You, and it's good you've done it on the first, on the first client. Um that you've got, uh, and you're pretty confident you're going to get this other one when when he sorted out his um, his um, sick employee. Well, David, this sort of remains to be seen because again, I had an ex an excellent discovery meeting with him, and his daughter is a CPA, and she's sort of running the financials. She yeah. and her past said, "Oh, I had been in part in a consulting." engagement of some type worth working for maybe a CPA type firm. Yeah. So during the meeting, she said, I see the value of this. We need this speaking to her father, the owner. So yeah. that's, that's sort of a good, <laughs> she's, she's, uh, she's got some good behind, but at the end of the day, we have to do the, um, the business diagnosis and ultimately yeah. present a good proposal for her. I also, I, I essentially believe when somebody says that they're going to buy, when they cut a check. Until then, it's an if, uh, when, maybe. All the indicators are good, though. Yes, sir. I just want to go backwards a bit and just pick up that comment you made two or three minutes ago about about not having very strong accountancy skills. Well, that's that's not important. The most important thing is the overall Consultex business success program, the 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 process that we go through, which 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 ninety nine point nine percent of business owners will have never been put through this process, and the accounting side of it um, is only although it's a big part. Um, we're not asking people in the network to become accountants or to have all of the the um, the knowledge and skills that an accountant has got, because all of these um, new accounting programs that uh, are coming out now. They're, they're virtually automatic. One's like Zero and Myob, QuickBooks, and, and there's maybe about 10 of them. Um, anybody can just can just log on to the program, push reports, and go and print out whatever they want. Where the, and there's the old garbage in, garbage out, uh, which you'll be familiar with, the, the, the data that's gone in has got to be has got to be correct. So the thing that um, we have to do as consultants is to make sure that they've got a bookkeeper or a very highly skilled or reasonably skilled person in the business who can get all of the data into the right columns. Um, so everything goes into the right month, all the close-offs are done correctly and those sorts of things. But when you do the printouts, um, the, the, there's all sorts of things that come out of the printouts. And and, and also with Consultix, like we're um, improving um, our reporting that we're able to make available as well. So don't fret. If you're not an accountant, you don't have to be. Um, 
and it, it's really um, it's really quite simple. You know, it's like our business tri- triangle: money comes in, money goes out, and there's got to be a surplus. And that's uh, that's really, in very raw terms, all you need to know. I agree with you, David, and I feel very confident in my ability to ultimately create that long-term value for a client, not because of my knowledge of accountancy or lack of knowledge, but because of the system that is provided through the software and the framework. Yep. Ultimately, that's where the value will lie. Yep, I agree. And, now, a, we- and a commitment to produce results for the client. Well, the, the, the accounting and the financial management and reporting for the client is the most important area for you to be able to, ma- to manage what's actually going on and measure what's going on. Um, otherwise, you're just, everybody's guessing, really. So, okay, um, could you just talk for a, a minute or so about um, leads that are in your area? We had a talk yesterday and we were talking about Boy, you, you can tell everybody who's listening about uh, where the where the lead source is going to be for your business. Well, D- David, I um, the prospect, you know, straight up, the prospecting part of my activity here over the past couple of weeks has been the weakest part of of my of this startup engagement for me and specifically the reason that was is i did my best to make excuses on why i didn't want to travel down the mountain to find the types of businesses and do the facetime that that it that the training says is really necessary in order to be successful so what i learned yesterday is just uh to redouble re-triple my efforts and specifically to schedule every week and most every day that time to go and and do that FaceTime canvassing type of prospecting. So to answer your question, where are they going to come from? They're going to come from me walking in the door of multiple different businesses that have been identified or just noticed as I travel down to Redlands and San Bernardino, which is the, the two nearest towns that have a relatively good business, business environment. Did that answer your question? Yes, and you said yesterday it's about a 45-minute drive down there, and I, I suggested that you kind of crush it all up, travel early in the morning before the business is open and do one big day, one big hit, and then come home and, and you, so you don't waste any time. Yep, I have that scheduled for, uh, for t- on Wednesday. Uh, I guess that's tomorrow. <laughs> I have uh, you know two one-to-one meetings with a uh, uh, with, with uh, some B- BNI members, and yeah. uh, one uh, a discovery meeting from a current client of ours. All of which are in the Redlands area, and then I have another list of oh probably fifty or so businesses that I've identified that fit into the criteria that I think would be you know, worth you know walking into in particular so yeah. i'm planning to generate some very 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 good results and a full day out in the field tomorrow and to save time or to make time you can listen to the podcasts as you go down the mountain and come back up yes <laughs> Have use you all the resources you can <laughs> that's right yeah okay now um just quickly before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners that um, what your client target is um, in the first 12 months, you've been going for a few weeks, and roughly what your income target is, um, just approximately? Yes, my uh, specific 
target uh, was is to get three clients during July. It was actually supposed to get two in June, but one got pushed into July, and then two in um, and, and, and two in, in August. That will lead us to a total of six clients, and then work through the implementation process with that. I and my intention is to average three thousand to four thousand dollars of income, gross revenue per client per month, which would leave us somewhere between eighteen and twenty-four thousand dollars of income per month. Which, as you, you know, has very little, um, you know, incremental or variable expenses associated with each of those clients. This is essentially time. There's a very, very good profit margin. Over time, so when we, as as I let's call it digest and, and work through the implementation for those six clients during September, October, November. My intent is in January to open an office there in that, let's call it Inland Empire, Redlands or San Bernardino, Ontario, depending yep. on where the good location is. And then ultimately our, our written business plan includes opening one new office per year for the next five years um, in different areas that are not, geographically close to Inland Empire. So I, I tell you the cities, but if you'd like, but that's, that's our longer term plan. Unless there's a, I won't know the cities unless there's a song about them. Well, if some of your United States people learn, especially if they're in California, they'll understand Orange County, San Diego, Santa yes, yes. Monica, and Ventura County. And those are the nice little coastal type of areas that I'd like yeah. to, uh, that I'd like to ultimately live in during the startup period for the offices. Well, you'll be able to fly your helicopter around all the offices when you get them established. Uh, well, that's that's a big dream. We'll see if it'll yeah. keep me out of the uh, out of the traffic. That is the uh, L.A. megalopolis. Then I'll 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 look at a helicopter. A couple of comments about that. You're talking about L.A. Uh, we, we have found in the um, in the decade that we've been in this business is that the more you get out of the metro areas and you move into, in Australia, New Zealand, they call them country areas, and you start to move out where the towns are smaller, it's easier to get clients. They tend to be of a better um, quality, um, for want of a better word, uh, and they, and they, they last longer, quite a bit longer. And it's just that uh, I think that... Um, it's a different type of people, a different type of business, and and so so you're you're right on the money here because you're dealing with towns. I think we you said that one of them was sixty thousand or something like that. And one of them was smaller. Um, then the, these are really good sizes, um, and then you need to when you're building firms, you need to look at all of the populations, and you need to draw, get a compass and draw a kind of a radius around them, uh, and you need to say, well, each of my firms is going to be operating in a catchment area of something like um, I don't know, say twenty five thousand population, maybe thirty thousand. Uh, and that would support a firm. That's what we're finding in, in New Zealand and Australia, and that's what we're finding. We've got uh, a big operation up in um, up in the Netherlands as well, uh, and a big firm up there. So, so yeah, so so that, that that's how it works. Was you, you don't want people driving, just like your comment about driving forty five minutes down to those down to those two um, cities. Um, when you have associates in a consulting firm, you don't want them driving everywhere because you don't get paid for driving, you know? Keep it close. Inter 
Interesting comment, David, about the let's call it the smaller towns. Um, mm. I, I'm looking at just just a little different, just a little very modest pushback. I, I am looking to to actually live in the areas that I build these offices in for a period of time. So I'm asking myself, where would I like to live in? So, yep. and also I'm balancing that is what areas have got a a strong economic vibrancy and a high quality of life. And so that's why I've chosen the, the areas that we have that have selected because I'd like to live there for a spell as I'm building up these different offices. Excellent. Well, that's been a really good um, discussion there. And I'm sure that everybody who's listening will have uh, picked up lots of little um, gold nuggets out of that of information and, uh, and uh, be very interested to hear what a, what a newbie sounds like. Um, so uh, I, I think you've done excellent for the short period of time that you've been that you've actually been on the road, and I'm glad to hear that you're uh, following closely what we've what we've taught in training. As, as I said at the start of training, uh, we're going to tell you the absolute truth, and we're going to we're not going to sugarcoat things. Uh, and that's yeah, I'm glad you've done that. May I make two comments? Yep. No, number one, for all the people that might be hearing this that are sort of sitting on the fence, my suggestion is follow the Nike model of just do it. That's what it comes down to. You just do it. You have excellent training. You just have to do it. There's outstanding rewards for lifestyle and also economic rewards. You just have to do it. And second, I appreciate your compliment about me starting well. Uh, I would encourage you to put on your schedule to talk to me toward the middle, the end of January and hold me accountable to <laughs> what we talked about and see if I'm a flash in the pan or actually am following through on the plans that we've discussed today. I'm, I want to be accountable. That's good news. I don't think you're a flash in the pan, but we're, we're, we'll, why don't we schedule? We don't need to schedule it, but uh, why don't we, we, we plan to have another do another podcast in, in, in January and we'll review the whole six months and – how the progress has been. Results are, you know, talk is cheap. Results mean everything. <laughs> That's great. Well, thanks for your time. Um, everybody would have just, uh, this would be a really enjoyable episode for them. And um, just keep in contact through email and on how you're progressing, any questions you may have. And um, we'll uh, wish you all the best and talk to you in six months' time or even earlier if you need to. Thank you again, David. Okay, thanks, Greg. Bye. My definition of a lifestyle business is one where you decide the hours you work, who you want to work with, and how much you want to earn. Many people I talk to describe in detail the drudgery of their current job. Hours of commuting, boring meetings, little chance of promotion, and remuneration just enough to live on, with little or no chance of improvement, and the very real possibility of being made redundant if the worst happens. Imagine a business where you can take the kids to school when you want. Have a three or four day weekend when you want. Cut out the commuting and have complete freedom of your time. Business consulting is a business where you get paid for what's between your ears, not the hours you work. Working on a percentage of revenue fee basis frees you from time-based earning systems and takes away all income ceilings. I've worked as a consultant from home since 2005 and right now I'm looking out of my office window at the green rolling pastures of New Zealand uh, about 50 kilometres south of Auckland. Fantastic. And I work the hours that suits me. And I can take a holiday whenever I want to. 
But in order to move forward as a business consultant, you have to make some important decisions and make that change. You've already started that change by listening to this podcast. This podcast is all about that change and each week we'll be presenting a number of topics and features that will be of interest to you whether you are already a consultant or you're looking to become one. We'll interview people in our network and we'll dig deep into what makes them tick and why they have become a successful consultant. We'll read out your letters and questions and answer them for you. We'll discuss a case history from our client files. We'll discuss a special topic each week from our listeners' suggestions. And we'll interview people who are not in our network but have some interesting information for you as you start work with business owners. Bottom line is, if you're a business consultant and you want to improve or you want to become a business consultant, then this is the podcast for you. If you want to get more information right now, then go to www.consultx.com. I'll repeat that, www.consultx.com. There you will find everything you need to know to become part of our global Consultx network. Our podcast will be loaded up on iTunes and Stitcher and sent to you immediately, provided, of course, that you're a subscriber. It's called Everything Business Consulting. So sign up now. It's free. And, of course, the sign-up button is behind the settings button, which looks like a gear out of a gearbox with teeth on it. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Everything Business Consulting.